0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bell Ringers podcast. Colin Daly alongside Benjamin Goldstein. And folks, as we are recording today's episode, 3.25 p.m. Eastern Time, and there is currently baseball happening. And that is so exciting for me, for Ben, and hopefully for all of you. As we speak, the Dodgers and Padres are facing off down in Arizona. Well, the Arizona area, I guess I should say. Um, I don't know exactly where they're located, but it is a very exciting time of the year. Now, there are still some free agents that need to be signed. There are some free agents that recently signed, and there are a lot of other happenings in baseball that we are going to discuss today. Ben, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm feeling this intro music, and I'm just as good because baseball is back we're back to baseball and it's a very exciting time as you said We're summer's coming soon it's time to get warmer out the sun's staying out longer it's it's great i'm not waking up in the morning and it's pitch black anymore so it's
0: good yeah that is definitely a nice one not having to walk to the bus stop in the in pitch black is yeah. a very nice bonus of this time of the year that's
1: for sure it's still too cold
0: well, you know where there was pitch black today?
1: Where?
0: At the, <laughs> at the Carpenter Complex down in Clearwater. Oh, uh, the man. Phillies lost power today.
1: Uh, the phones to- weren't working. A boo, a bird crapped on Aaron I mean, oh, what, what do we? I mean, I mean, I guess bird poop they say is good luck, and maybe this is just like the worst thing that'll happen this season.
0: Well, I definitely hope so because, according to uh, Athletic beat writer Matt Gelb, it was not a good day in uh, in Clearwater today. Oh, so um, that's a shame. Now, I guess while we're talking about this whole situation, it was right before media day, <sighs> and the thing with media day this year. Is the new jerseys. We did not discuss this in the last episode. I ought to, to keep it. I don't think agenda. there's much to discuss. Uh my
1: I think I have more of a problem with the pants. I don't have an immediate photo I can pull up. I could probably go find them, but the pants are see-through. I can see Shohei Otani's underwear. It is a really, really, really really bad look.
0: Like, I'd agree.
1: Look at this photo. Here, I'm going to pull it up. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. If not, we'll try and describe it as best as possible. But here, look at, like, you can see the tag and the dude's underwear. This is Scott Barlow from in Cleveland. This, I mean, you can, like, what are we doing? What else we got here? Here's Otani. You can see the jersey here um, below his belt buckle, which you shouldn't be able to see. The pants, the jerseys are whatever. The back of the jersey, the nameplate, it sucks, but it is what it is. The players don't like them. What's more striking to me is that you can see through the pants. That's the biggest problem. That I have. Let me see if there's another th- one for Bryce Harper today. If we can pull it up, here we go. Here's Bryce Harper. You can't really see it that much with the Phillies today.
0: Well, yeah, they have at the pinstripes, and then it just kind of throws off your eyes a little bit. True.
1: So I don't know. I think the pants are really bad, but I, I don't know. Maybe the pants got fixed. Maybe they just came in today. I don't know. But I, I – this is really – people are putting a lot of this on Nike, but it's Fanatics is the one who's manufacturing all this, and Fanatics is known for having very bad quality items, and that is continuing with the MLB. So the I know the Fanatics is taking over the NHL's manufacturing next year, um, so that'll be interesting, but – Not good.
0: Yeah, Ben, I'm about to send you one right now. I'd imagine you saw this, but
1: I probably did. Is it the uh, Aaron Judge one?
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah, you can see like his immediate or his, um like his credential in his pocket through the jersey, um or through the pants. What are you sending this to me on? Uh, Twitter. All right. Um, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did see this. Here's another one. This is um, I don't know who this is on the San Francisco Giants. Schmidt. The cream jerseys. I mean, what are we doing? You can s- you can see some things you don't want to see.
0: Correct.
1: I mean, what's gonna? Ha- yeah, I like this comment. What's gonna happen when it's raining?
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
1: Like we. Who, why would you post this? (laughs) Like,
0: why they need some quality, they need to hire some better quality control people in the Giants organization.
1: Yeah, that's bad. That's that's embarrassing for San Francisco. But uh, the jerseys are bad, everyone knows it. Trade Turner said everyone hates them, so do the fans. We'll see. Rob Manfred kind of hinted that if they need to make a change, they will. I doubt they will before opening day, but no, maybe, maybe like. Uh, the first like two weeks of camp, the guys hate them. Nike will try and make something quick, but I doubt it.
0: I also hate that they got rid of the spring training jerseys.
1: That's a Nike thing. That's the uh, their know. four for one hat rule or whatever it is. I don't four. They can only have four jerseys, and they had to get rid of this one because they're getting their City Connect, which are going to be terrible. Um, I
0: got that, but why does that apply to spring training? Because still on the jersey know, rotation, I know this is a ridiculous thing for me to say, but like the way I see it, pinstripes signifies the regular season. Like these games are not supposed to be real. <laughs> like I, it's just it's, it's going to throw me off. I already know. There
1: should there should be a difference.
0: Watching Bryce Harper in the box wearing red pinstripes in February is not supposed to happen
1: in Clearwater.
0: Like, for me, red in a is practice. stadium. Red is practice. I, I don't know how to explain it. But like, I mean, they I wore, in the, red, they wore the red during am, the postseason. On my laptop here, I'm watching Padres Dodgers, and it's bothering me. The Padres are in their, like, brown and yellow jerseys, and it's bothering me. Anyways, <sighs> while we're talking about weird baseball things, did you see the video of the Padres dugout? No. I'll send you another one. This is crazy. What happened? They must have put they, like since it's the first game. They must have brought like their ent- like all of their players, like whether they're in major league or minor league spring training, into the dugout, and it's like in- it's incredibly packed in there, like no room to breathe.
1: Everyone who picked up a baseball bat is in the – Let's look at this. Look how insane that is. Oh wow. That's a packed dugout. That's like that's the like high that school. school that's like high school when off. the that's like high school playoffs when the JV team dresses.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's that's interesting. All right, let's get to Phillies.
0: Let's get to Phillies.
1: So the Phillies signed uh Whit Merrifield for a year. Eight million. The Phillies are whiz wit. What do you put in your cheesesteak,
0: steak, huh? Whiz. Wet with the onions, you like onions? It depends, it's like a day by day thing for me. I'm not, I I
1: despise onions, but yeah, one year, eight million. The deal includes a club option for eight million with a one million dollar buyout. Uh, so Maryfield's salary this season will be seven million, but with bonuses, he can max out to 16.6 million over two seasons. He's 35, he's a three time all star. Um, he had 272, 318, and 382 last season with the um. With the Blue Jays, he's a career 284 hitter in eight seasons. 201 stolen bases. He plays everywhere. This is kind of perfect for the Phillies,
0: Colin. It is. Um, A lot of people do not seem to like this deal. I cannot see it. I don't understand what people's issues are. And, I mean, listen, I get it. I I totally get it. There are some metrics and there are some numbers that will tell you that he is probably not going to be – an all-star caliber player this season. He's probably not gonna start consistently. He'll start. He'll probably he get will in. Not
1: be the open. He will not be when you're in the postseason, everyone's healthy, or even the regular season, everyone's healthy. He won't start. There's nowhere for him. I'd rather have Rojas out there than him. And Merrifield's good, but he's 35 years old. His defense isn't as good as it was. And he's a contact guy. He, and people are going to want the home runs, and you're not going to get that with, with Merrifield. He had 11 last year, drove in 67 runs, um, and he was 26 for 36 on bases. So he's going to be good off the bench in a good situation when you need him, but totally, it he will, he will absolutely not be starting. And also, $8 million is nothing
0: in the MLB today. In this day and age, absolutely not. Yeah, the thing I don't get with, with the whole Merrifield argument is like, There, I listen. I, you know, I like to read into the metrics, I like to use the numbers to really dive deeply into things. But there are some things you just cannot glance over. I mean, the guy was an all star last year, he made the American League All Star team.
1: That's a good, that was a very good team, too. That the National League actually beat.
0: He made the American League All Star team. He's a career 280, 284 hitter, 750 OPS. You mentioned that he's still got the speed. The, I the a... only real concern that I have is he, I, it's, he hasn't really been in a role like this where he's not, not playing every single day. And I don't know how well he's going to do um, not starting 162 games. I mean, like, if you look back at his previous seasons, he played – um 158 games in 2018 he hit 304 had an 805 ops um in 2019 162 game player 2020 for a second season in a row he played all he played every game played all 60 um 2021 162 and in 2022 he played 139 granted there was a point where he was traded during this uh, middle of the season. So he probably lost three or four games there going between teams. Um, so he is the guy who plays every day and he's never really been in that role where he... Sorry, I'm sorry. 2022, he played 139, 145 last year. He was with Toronto for the entire season. Um, so I don't know how he's going to be due in this role where he's not getting as consistent at-bats. However, I do think he's still going to be... About as close to an everyday player as you can get without being an everyday player. Because whenever, because the guy's versatile, he can play infield, outfield. So whenever someone needs a day, especially when you get into the dog days of, you know, July, August, September, Whit Merrifield's going to be the guy they go to.
1: Yeah. And then Bundo Sosa was kind of that role six man off, or not six man, that's the NBA, Um, the 10th man. And that's kind of what you're getting with, with, um, with Whit Merrifield. He'll be that first guy off the bench. Um, hope yeah he's. you think are gonna? Try I, I think in this role, he wanted to come here. I think he knew what he was coming into, and he did. See, and he said, "I know." I take everything an athlete says with a grain of salt at this bat anymore, but he said he he's at the point of his career. He's an eight year vet. He has the All Stars. He has the batting titles. He wants to win. He's never been on a winning team. He was with Kansas City and then he was with Toronto. And Toronto never has never really done anything um, when he was there. And Kansas City was never much of anything when he was there either. So uh, he
0: missed it by uh, a year. His yeah, he did miss he did City miss the World years Series years. by a year.
1: He could have been a champion. Um, but I, I he he knows what he's coming into. And I think he'll that I think he'll be fine. I don't I don't I wouldn't worry with He seems like a pretty driven, cool guy. Um, So yeah, I think he will be okay. I would not worry. He's been
0: historically successful. so Yeah, I I definitely think there's a lot of upside with the Merrifield signing. I think the Phillies are trending in the right direction, starting to look not just at the big names, but at those small little upgrades um, that the the really good teams make. And I'm going to tell you the truth, and this is the first time I've really felt this in a long time, This, to me, felt like a Braves type of move. And Atlanta Braves, kind of like how they went out and got guys like Jock Peterson. Um, What was that, 2022? They got Jock Peterson. That was a huge move for Atlanta that ended up paying off in the long run. Jorge Soler, a guy who really built his profile. Obviously, Whitmer feels a little older than these guys. And while his role is different, it's one of those depth moves that every year at the trade deadline, I mean, look what the Braves did. We said, hey. That didn't really make sense. Why did they go after that guy? Why did they trade for that guy? Why did they sign this guy? But when you look at it in hindsight, a lot of their moves end up coming back to help them a lot. I think this is going to be one of those one of those situations that could really benefit the Phillies. You know, high risk, sorry, low risk, high reward.
1: Yeah, I'm, you see, I'm even more of an obvious with the Braves. Eddie Rosario in 2021. Oh, yeah. Kind of led them to that World Series title, and especially through that. N.L.C.S. He just he was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's the '22. They did not win the World Series in '22. That was the Phillies in the uh, the World Series from the National League that year. But what? Um, I don't know how I forgot that one. And there, the, the Braves had. Um, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before. I don't know why I'm blanking. Pierce Johnson, a reliever for Atlanta. Um, he was a guy who got traded from I want to say Colorado and was like really struggled and came to Atlanta, and he was absolutely lights out.
1: Um, well, whenever think... Atlanta gets somebody, you know that's going to happen. Well, I mean, who, I'm scared of Chris Say- I think I might be scared of Chris Sale again because anyone that touches that Atlanta soil just becomes an MVP again. So,
0: This is true. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I was Pierce, uh Am I? Yeah, Pierce Johnson was with the Braves in two thousand and uh, twenty-three.
1: All right, let's let's look at the a, de- a big deal. You said that the Phillies are looking more at those smaller deals than those big deals. Well, they were certainly looking at a big deal. Wow. Well, um, yeah. In January, I don't remember exactly when he signed. Yeah, but January, I no, am, December. December. the, the Phillies offered. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, reportedly, the most of any team. 300, I think it was 325 million. I don't know if things are just being thrown out there just to make the Phillies look good, um, because apparently the Mets had the biggest deal, and then Dodgers matched it. The Yankees didn't offer as much, but the Phillies apparently had the most of any team. 325 million plus. How does that make you feel just that they did that and that they haven't spent that kind of money or attempted to spend that kind of money on anybody since? Since you still have the Jordan Montgomerys and the Blake Snells and the Cody Bellingers still out there.
0: Well, none of them are going to get $325 million. It's
1: just the fact that the Phillies have the money.
0: They shouldn't get $325 million. But right now, I'm okay. I think that every guy on this Phillies team deserves an opportunity. There are guys right now that would be replaced by some of the guys you mentioned, right? Cody Bellinger would take Johan Rojas' role. I don't think that's justified right now. I mean, I understand that, yes, Cody Bellinger might have a little bit more power, a little bit more versatility, um, you know, in the field, because Bellinger can play first base, he can play outfield, than Rojas, but there is that cost-benefit analysis that you have to consider when evaluating a major league roster, right? So... Johan Rojas is being paid league minimum at the major league level right now. Cody Bellinger would not be paying league minimum. Those that money can go to other places. I think that Rojas deserves to, you know, prove why he's capable of being an everyday major league player. The same goes for Christopher Sanchez. He didn't do one thing wrong last season. He was as solid as a number five guy you could ask for. Yeah. Why should he be replaced by someone who they're gonna have to pay a crap ton of money for? Doesn't make sense to me.
1: Are you shocked that all these guys haven't? I'm, we are playing baseball games, and there are still a lot of free agents still available. I mean, well, we, we saw we, it, we, we, we've we seen it before, those. but those were Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. This is Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell, and some other guys.
0: Not really, honestly. I mean, we signed Schwarber and Castellanos during spring training, if my memory serves.
1: That was because of the lockout.
0: Correct. True. Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, No, I actually, I don't think I'm overly surprised. No. Um, I'm I'm a little surprised with Snell because it seems to me, at least, it seems really hard to not be, I guess, Snell and Montgomery. It seems hard to to not have your full pitching routine during spring training. Like I'd assume every season up until this point, those two individuals have gone through a very, very similar, consistent routine. And now that's being completely broken. So for me, that one's a little perplexing, but for positional players, I don't think there's any rush to sign, especially a guy like Cody Bellinger, who people have mixed opinions. Something he had a lucky season in 2023. With the Chicago Cubs and other people are saying that he is deserving of one of those mega contracts and that he is the MVP player we saw back in um, the year where I do think it ultimately went to Christian Yellich. So that is definitely a, um, a mixed bag of opinions regarding, regarding Bellinger, but I can understand where he's coming from, so I'm not overly surprised that he has not, uh, he's not inked a deal yet. Um,
1: from the, from your sources, I know you have a lot of sources, mm-hmm. a lot of people telling you different things. Oh, yeah. Um, this Yamamoto deal, is if, did the Phillies actually do this? Is this for real, or are we just getting things shoved out and it's not true? I know. What are your people telling you?
0: Well, the people that I definitely talk to, <sighs> um, I don't. Uh are saying that it did happen. I mean I mean I don't, I don't think yeah. to lie like just it seems like lying about this type of thing could be exposed so easily by like Yamamoto, Yamamoto's teammates now on the Dodgers, um, his agent. Like it just doesn't seem that worth it. The Phillies have proven that they are willing to spend money. I mean like if you go back and look at all of their off seasons, Nola, he got one. Second, third largest contract of the offseason, Trey Turner, time. right? That's 2022, Two. 23, whatever you want to call that. Year before, Schwarber and uh, Castellanos. Year before that, was it JT Realmuto? I think it was JT Romuto. Best catcher in baseball at the time. Year prior, I believe that was Bryce Harper. Mm. I might have skipped a year. Oh no, Wait. was
1: that Wheeler? Twenty this year was Nola, last year was Turner. So the, the twenty one off season was Oh uh, uh it was Schwarber and Casty. The year before that was so the 2020, 2020 off season was Wheeler. And Ramito, I don't remember what year they had to resign JT. Oh, that was that was after twenty twenty. So uh, yeah, I guess it was the twenty twenty offseason, and then Bryce was twenty nineteen. Yeah. Speaking of JT, um, Ramito was hitting in a biometric, a biomechanics cage three times a week immediately after the end Yeah, um, I
0: read. Um, Hammond- I read that article.
1: Yeah, him and Kevin Long did some work on a swing as well. Mito said it started to feel more natural. Now it feels good. So Mito uh, wasn't had kind of a down year
0: last year. I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had. Um, I think it was very visible. And he was he
1: chasing a lot of pitches outside the zone. Apparently, he feels better with this swing. Uh, catcher to catcher, because I know you uh, love you're a big catcher and you love talking to JT Mito because you guys talk all the time. Um, oh yeah. How do you feel?
0: Well, I'm I'm not totally sure. I, I so I read the full article on this, and at the beginning I was convinced. Then he started going into this thing about how he has a higher leg kick now, and I've never been a big fan of the leg kick. It's very hard to keep consistent. And when the ball is coming at you at 101 miles per hour from Jose Alvarado, half an inch higher of a leg kick is going to completely mess up your timing. And that's the difference between swinging through a fastball and hitting it right on the nose. Um, Obviously you have to have some sort of stride when you're hitting, but I'm not sure how I feel about a higher leg kick. Yet again, if that's the way he times best, I'm sure he didn't just pull it out of a hat. I'm sure there's they've you know experimented with different ways of controlling his timing and figuring out how he can best get to the you know the appropriate spot to hit the baseball depending on where it's pitched. So
1: And it was he was using technology and we do know that technology never lies.
0: Oh, never. Hundred percent accurate. Not, not at all. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm gonna have to do some research after the pod. I have no idea what a biomechanics. Was. <laughs> I was
1: gonna ask you. You build robots. You should know. What a biome It's like, um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I
0: biomechanics to me. to me just sounds like a, another word for kinesiology. Um, yep, that's exactly what it is. So what Biomechanics is, it? is the study of the structure, function, and motion of the mechanical aspects of biological systems.
1: So can you dumb that down for us?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, to me it sounds like kinesiology.
1: Um, yeah, I still don't know what that is.
0: Movement of humans. Movement okay. of living things. How the your body parts, your organs, your bones, muscles, tendons interact with one another. How they're all connected, intertwined, that kind of thing.
1: Colin's the um the science guy. I'm more of English and uh history. A little bit. Colin, Colin likes the numbers and the uh that confusing stuff. Anyway, I think we've come to an end for this podcast. It's the first inning in the Dodgers winning eight nothing. Um so we're off to a great set of the Dodgers dominance in two thousand twenty four. Yeah. Big big miss anything we miss anything? Anything we need to catch up on? Are, will Colin Daly be in Clearwater this year? Yes or no?
0: He will not. He will not. I will not be. My parents um, will be, but I will not be. I um, will not be making it to Clearwater. First
1: year since 2020, 2020? 2019. They didn't, they didn't have spring training in 2020. So,
0: Well, I went there the winter before... Did I? I can't remember. It's been such a hot minute. All right. Well, maybe maybe your parents. Maybe your parents. I went 2019, 2022, and 2023. So I guess I skipped 2020, probably.
1: Um, 21. Did they have fans that year? I don't even know.
0: I don't remember. That was a long time ago. Maybe
1: (laughs) maybe your parents could get some content for us and talk to uh, Dombrowski. See what's really going on. Oh,
0: well, we talked to John Middleton last year. Um, my good
1: friend, John Middleton.
0: Yeah, I met John Middleton. Apparently, he grew up in the same area as my mom. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. All right, that's going to do it from us. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. This is brought to you, by the way, by Seeky Kello, episode number 48. Thank you, Seeky, for sponsoring. Use code Philly Sports Report, hold the S to save $20 off your first purchase again. P-H-I-L-L-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S-R-E-P-O-R-T. take it to save $20 off. What are we doing, Colin? Hold the S. Talk Thank that crap for- out the window.
0: Nobody needs an S around here.
1: <laughs> Thank you for watching and listening. Go follow us on Twitter. Link is in the description. Or X, whatever. And Follow Philly Sports Sports everywhere. Because um, we are everywhere. Thank you for watching and listening. Go Phillies. Thanks,
0: everybody.